0: Welcome everyone. I'm Ava Goldhammer and I'm your host for this Ursuline podcast series. I'm super excited to introduce today's guest, Kayla Brown, our Dean of Students. Ms. Brown is here to talk about the changes in the graduation requirements for the classes graduating in 2023 and after. Hi, Ms. Brown. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you, Ava, so much for having me. I am so excited about what we are doing at Ursuline, so I can't wait to talk about it today.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear about it. Um, Ms. Brown, how will the reduction in graduation requirements from 28 credits to 26 credits benefit the students?
1: Um, yeah, so there's a few things I sort of thought about when I, t- when I was thinking through how it would benefit our students. And... For one, students are gonna have a little bit more flexibility in their schedule, and so they're really gonna be able to personalize their schedules. Um, They can take more classes in the field that they're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. So if we have a student who really wants to focus on STEM, it's gonna open up her schedule a little bit so she could take more math and science classes. Same things for a student who wants to focus in humanities or performing arts. Um, And then on the opposite end, it will give students more flexibility with free periods. Mm -hmm. And so there are some students let's say an athlete or a performer, they have really busy seasons for a semester. Mm -hmm. And if they need it, they will have the option to take two free periods instead of one. Um, And they can kind of work with their schedule to see when that would best benefit them. Um, But overall, it just gives the students more flexibility uh, in their schedule. And we want to personalize everything we do here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is one way we're trying to do that.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. And being a a STEM gal myself, um, <laughs> I've been double tracking for the past two years in science. Oh. Um, and so, I having like those reduced requirements, mm-hmm. I feel like are really gonna let people do that without the stress of, you know, having to fit everything into summer school or exactly. do all of that like their first few years. Exactly. Um, what will the role of advisors and counselors be in helping the students with their course planning?
1: Yeah, so every student, when they get here, they get an advisor that they stay with for four years. They get a personal counselor that they stay with for four years and they get a college counselor. So there's a ton of support built in to every student that comes to Ursuline. Again, just trying to personalize it, make Ursuline seem a little bit smaller than what it is. <laughs> um, and so all three of those people are going to be involved um, in a course plan, a four-year course plan for our students. Uh, we always will be an academically rigorous school, um, but we want to make sure that we're giving students the best possible chance of getting into the colleges that they want. Um, you know, I've spoken a few times about a podcast that I listened to over the summer um, called Gangster Capitalism, and mm-hmm. it was all about the college admissions scandal. Um, and it really kind of opened my eyes to what that process is for for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will always say that every student that goes to Ursuline will be successful in college no matter where they go. Mm-hmm. But we still want to make sure that we are planning um, really closely so that you have the opportunity to get into whatever college you really want to go. Um, college counselors are going to be talking to students a little bit earlier yeah. um, so that even when, they're, you know, even when they're sophomores, we can kind of get a, an idea of what colleges they would be interested in so mm-hmm. that we can look at those college requirements and match them up with what they would need to take um, at Ursuline.
0: Yeah. yeah I love that um, what led up to these changes
1: yeah so we we started a strategic plan um, committee gosh I think it was 2014 2015 that mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to be a part of and out of that plan we built a student well-being task force and so there was about 20 of us um, who started the task force and um, over the past two years we really, we kept trying to think of ways to incorporate well-being um, to make it just as important as academics are here. And we kept running into the problem with graduation requirements and yeah. what, what we were requi- what we were requiring of students. Um, and we had all these ideas, all these classes, all of these things that we wanted to teach, and we could not fit it into the current schedule. Yeah. Um, and so we finally just started asking the question, what would it look like if we did cut graduation requirements and we We researched schools across the country um, and kind of came came to a compromise about what really fit at Ursuline Mm -hmm. that would still benefit benefit our students. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, there's so many fun classes here that I've been wanting to take forever. Um, And this would just like I'm so excited for the (laughs) freshman right now that they get to take some of these. That's so sweet of you. Like super stressed out about putting them all in. Yeah. Yeah. one of the major shifts in the graduation requirements is the addition of the life skills class, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm really excited to hear about. But so they're required for freshmen and juniors. What will students be learning in these classes?
1: Yeah, this is the thing that I am most excited about with this change. So one of our graduation requirements from, we went from 28 to 26 but one of those 26 is going to be a life skills class um, they have to take it for a semester of their freshman year and every student will take it for a semester of their junior year mm-hmm. and it will be completely personalized for each grade so in ninth grade we're building that class right now um, i have a group of amazing um, teachers and administrators and counselors who are working on this um, so for the freshman uh, life skills class we are kind of breaking it up into different sections. They'll get a welcome to UA um, section where we'll go through schedules and the rotating mm-hmm. block and lunch periods oh, yeah. and testing center. Um, study skills are going to be really important. You know, we have students coming from over 50 feeder schools, and we want to make sure that they're ready for the type of studying um, and academics that we will have here. Um, interpersonal communication is going to be a big unit. We'll go mm-hmm. through speech, conflict resolution, parent and teacher communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, We also want to go through all of our technology systems. Blackboard, backpack, OneNote, Teams, emails, mobile serve for service. <laughs> There's so many different yeah. things we use, so we want to give them some time to work with those. Life balance is going to be one, stress management, mindfulness, yoga, time management, um, and then probably my favorite for freshmen will be social awareness. And so social media responsibility, smart decisions, um, sex ed will be built in, relationship building, um, and then stewardship. And then for the juniors, flipping over, uh, we really wanted to there's some really important things they need before you guys go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so self-defense will be taught. Uh, we're gonna have a program through One Love that comes in to talk about healthy relationships. Um, so far, the the name of this unit is just Life Hacks, but we're trying to do <laughs> car maintenance and resume building, mm-hmm. interview skills, um, Sewing, cooking, laundry. I mean, the the options are limitless. Um, Personal finance for juniors, too. Uh, There will be a communication piece for juniors. Um, I think it's so important, especially for teenagers, that they learn how to to communicate well face-to-face. And so much is now done through text and and social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Digital citizenship. Will be included with juniors too. Um, we're talking a bit about um, sort of a values unit so mm-hmm. that juniors can decide, yeah, what are your values? What do um, what do you want to do maybe later in life? What are you good at? Just kind of finding who you are. Um, Self care is going to be a big one with juniors too. Yeah. Um, body image again, drugs, drinking, vaping, all the things that that we are we think are important um, to discuss. And then the last unit we'll cover is just a transition to college. Yeah. Um, so finding friends in college getting plugged in um college counseling is going to be a huge part of that mm-hmm. that unit too
0: oh my gosh this yeah. sounds amazing <laughs> I wish I could take them um just um, stay here I wish year. I know <laughs> I wish I
1: had this in high school
0: oh but. yeah <laughs> um and then could you tell us a little bit more about the freshman life skills class the social media responsibility yeah. topic
1: I'm so glad you asked me Ava. <laughs> um this is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about and it's probably the one that the students like least that I talk about um <laughs> But I'm going to keep talking about it anyway. I just don't think you can talk about student well-being today and not talk about social media. So, I mean, the research is out there. There's a ton. It's incredible. Um, And unfortunately, it just isn't good. So social media has kind of created this world um, of comparison and judgment and, and negativity. And people, and I include adults, children and adults, Um, are just kind of losing communication skills because they don't really talk to each other anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a student tell me um, a couple days ago that texting is too formal, that y'all don't text anymore. It's just too formal. It all should (laughs) be done through Snapchat. And I, uh, it just made me so sad. Um, (laughs) But in the class, I want to hope, I hope to talk about ways that social media can be used for social good, because Mm -hmm. I think there is an opportunity for that. I think social media, if you use it as a resume or a platform um, to talk about the good things you're doing, um, I think social media can do a lot of good but unfortunately um, I think it tends to be the opposite um, yeah. and and it, again I, it's it's you guys that I'm thinking about because all of the research too it's teenage girls who are kind of affected the most yeah. uh, when it comes to social media and the comparison and the mm-hmm. likes and everything that comes with it and so our hope with this unit is that we can educate young women on mm-hmm. how to use social media for, for good and have a digital portfolio that they're proud of in 10 years mm-hmm. um, instead of one that they may regret.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, this is so important because I feel like social media just kind of like, it just took over the world and nobody really like talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even in my theology class today, actually, I'm giving a presentation on how the inventors of social media are the ones that are regretting it, which exactly. I feel like this would be a really mm-hmm. awesome class for the people who are yep. coming into high school and exactly, you know, just like starting to become their own person. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um,
1: Is there any, is there going to be any change to the freshman study hall or free period? No, we still think it's incredibly important when freshmen come in um, that they do have a study hall in the beginning. So they'll still have a study hall during their first semester. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like we do now um, in their second semester, depending on grades, they can choose between keeping a study hall or just having a free period. Yeah. No changes there.
0: Awesome. Um, Ms. Brown, is there any concern that the reduction in the college credits will make Ursuline students less competitive in the college admissions landscape?
1: Yeah, and we do get that question a lot. we got that question a lot when we were presenting this for approval in different places, and the answer is absolutely not. I mean, mm-hmm. I think um, you know we looked at some of the best schools across the country before mm-hmm. making this decision, and most of them actually have less graduation requirements than even the 26 um, that we have. Mm-hmm. So it really, it really does make our students. I think more competitive in the college landscape mm-hmm. um, because if you know again what I said earlier if, if a student really wants to go into the medical field mm-hmm. she can have a, a better opportunity to take more science classes so that on her transcript when she's applying to those schools mm-hmm. she stands out yeah um, and so again it's, it's about that flexibility and mapping kind of what they want to do um, before they go to college yeah
0: um, what if students don't know where they want to attend or what major they want to pursue until until their junior year? Um, will these changes make it difficult to get those requirements that yeah. we were talking about in the
1: last two years? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. We don't expect our students to have it all figured out. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I switched my major when I was in college and I mean, was yeah. halfway through college <laughs> and I decided I wanted to do something different. Um, and I think that's OK. And I think that's yeah. kind of normal. Um, we again, investigated a lot of other schools that are similar to ours. And what I think is actually gonna happen is most of our students will continue to take four years of math or mm-hmm. four years of science yeah. um, to remain competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we um, we just kind of mapped out that most of the classes they take freshman and sophomore year are gonna be the same. There yeah. isn't too much um, change with freshman and sophomore mm-hmm. year. So by the time they're juniors, They'll have had those conversations with counselors yeah. and their advisor, and then junior and senior year, when the college discussion really starts to mm-hmm. ramp up, then we can start to personalize their schedules. Yeah. Um, and so I think for the most part, um, we'll do some planning on the back end, but our students will still um, still be able to have flexibility and take the classes the first three years, so mm-hmm. that way senior year we can say, okay, now that we know, now that you kind of have an idea of where mm-hmm. you want to go to college, let's map out that fourth year so that yeah. it fits.
0: Oh, Does that make God. sense? Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. Perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and then finally, what excites you most about this change?
1: Uh, okay, um, so <laughs> I yeah I there's there's just so much. So um, I would say what I'm most excited about is that our students will have the opportunity to focus on their favorite classes that they want to pursue later. Um, it, uh, top is that life skills class. Mm -hmm. I just think it's so important. Um, and I'm really excited about the students who are really going to need two free periods. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm curious to see how that helps with, um, with stress and their time management, Mm -hmm. if they can have two free periods. Um, but I just think overall schools today have to do more than teach content. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think with the life skills class and what we're trying to do, uh, we're just going to make our students that much more successful uh, when they leave here.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you
1: again for talking
0: with us, Ms. Brown. Loved having you. (laughs) Um, And thanks to all listening. Please join us again next month on UA Speaks.